Good morning, Aurora Science Curriculum and Resources for K-12. We are on a morning walk just because it's gorgeous today. Look at that. Isn't that pretty? I wanted to show you my new garden and I'm also going to give you my five best tips for engaging a homeschooled group. So if you are teaching more than just one kid, often homeschoolers are, how do you engage all of them? And so that's what we're going to do. Uh, here's my garden here. I just planted it planted a little fall garden. I know I'm really late, so I'll be lucky if like one tomato survives, but we'll see. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Okay, five best tips. So tip number one is you've got to do your homework. Have you ever been in a teaching environment or you ever been a student of a teacher who totally didn't prepare? Like they came in, here we're starting our walk now, they came into the classroom and they totally didn't do their homework. They don't really, they're disorganized. It's just a mess. So that's what you don't want to do um, because when you first walk in there, you want to get started right off the bat. You don't want people to dismiss what you're saying just because you're not prepared and you didn't do your homework. Okay, so making sure that um, you find time to prepare your presentation uh, is really key. So the second thing is you've got to respect the kids that you are going to be teaching. What does that mean? That means if you've got teenagers and you've also got um, preschoolers, it's going to be a bit of a challenge to be able to engage them both because the teenagers will be feeling like, oh, this is baby stuff all over again. So keeping them interested and excited about what you're doing by, this goes back to step number one, which was planning ahead by, um, by doing your homework and preparing. So you can give one general idea that we're going to be covering and then give the teens something else you can be doing that's much more advanced and then work with the individual, um, the younger kids at the same time. Let's see, I wrote a couple of notes here. And the third thing is you want to go deep really quick. You don't want to spend a lot of time on the surface. You want to instantly grab their attention. So if you're going to be doing something like, uh, say, the physics of motion, one of the things that I would do is I would walk in with a bucket of water and I would start swinging it around. I mean, that's going to get people's attention, right? <laughs> so, and then start talking about acceleration and motion and velocity and g-force. You can talk about all kinds of things. And so you want to go deep quickly. Don't have a lot of time pre-framing, a lot of time um, just introducing the topic. Um, so kids, much, much more today than, you know, when you and I were kids, need to be engaged very quickly when you first start. Um, and so that's, a, uh, that's one of the things I'll do. I'll just start right off the top, like blowing something up, and then we'll say, huh, what do you think happened there? <laughs> and using that as kind of a gateway into what exactly we're going to be studying. Um, number four tip is know your outcome. What exactly do you want your kids to know as soon as they leave the door? As soon as they're done with you, what is it that you want them to have understood and really, un really know? So that's part of the preparation. When I teach a class, I make sure there's one, two, no more than three maximum uh, tips, uh, or not tips, I'm sorry, um, uh, topics or uh, scientific concepts and principles, that's the word I'm looking for, that I want them to know before we leave. So for example, if I want them to know that like charges repel and opposites attract, okay, so that would be one concept. So I'm going to build my whole thing that I'm doing with them about that. All the experiments are going to lead back to that. The stages that we work through things are going to lead back to that. There's one where I do a rocket show and it's all about oxidation. And so what we're doing is each experiment that we're doing builds on the previous one, but everything leads up to that topic. So by the end of the class, they're like, Oh, I totally get it. And they can explain it back to others. Okay, and the last one is, this one's actually really tough for a lot of people. 
especially when they teach a subject that they don't have a lot of certainty about, that they don't feel like, yeah, I've, I've got this subject nailed, no problem. I can handle whatever comes up. And it's embracing spontaneity. You know, you've got your plan, you've got your outcome, you've done your homework, you've connected with your kids, and you get started, and then all of a sudden something totally goes sideways. <laughs> so a lot of parents will respond, or a lot of educators will be flustered and frustrated, and they can't handle it. I'm sure you've seen this before. So embracing spontaneity, um, actually that can add to what you're doing. You know, I remember one time we were doing um, an experiment and I didn't expect the kites we were making to lift the kids off the ground. It was totally unexpected. Um, so we turned it into a safety. We talked about safety and we talked about, you know, flight and the four aerodynamic forces. Um, and they didn't go far, you know, they went like four or five feet, but just the fact that they got lifted and airborne, now all the kids wanted to do it, right? So we talked about it, made a science lesson out of it. So um, that will enable you to be flexible enough to reach the kids and also gives them a message of, hey, you really can handle anything that comes. Um, actually, the ones who feel like they can't handle it are the ones they feel like they have to control the most. So don't let that happen to you. So again, just to recap, these were the five tips for um, teaching a homeschool audience, uh, teaching more than one kid, really. you got to prepare. Do your... Um, do your preparation in advance, know what you're doing. Um, the second thing is to respect your kids in terms of um, making sure you have things that are applicable to each one. Uh, you want to go deep quickly. Don't spend a lot of time on the surface or with academics. Engage it and excite them first and then deliver the academics once they're hooked. Um, the fourth thing is know your outcome. So know exactly what you want them to know when they leave. And the fifth one is just embrace spontaneity and have a lot of fun with it. Because remember, what are you doing this for in the first place, right? Okay, I hope this is helpful. I will see you guys next time in the lab. Take care.